to the Ripple Makers Show. Deep dive stories and confessions with inspirational change makers from within the One Drop Movement community. This show will share with you the winning insights behind how real change makers and thought leaders, movement makers and brand builders react when the shit really hits the fan. Watch out for insightful episodes launched every Friday covering how these inspirational change makers have learned the hard way to become the go-to experts in their industry. Hosted by yours truly, Sammy Blindell, the brand builder. On today's show, we've got the amazing Carol May Wittick, a spiritual life coach and creator of Higher Energetic Resonance Podcasts, her conversations and her inspirations. She's committed to demystifying spirituality so that you and I and all people around the world know it as simply an awareness of who we truly are. Just in the same way, learning your cultural heritage brings you a sense of peace. Let's get her onto the show, Carol May Wittick. Let's dive straight in with the amazing Carol today. Carol, I can't wait to find out more about your story. I'm really intrigued about what your oh fuck moment has been out of all of the moments you've had as -hmm. you've been growing your business and building your brand, making your impact, creating your ripple, making your wave. What is the one oh fuck moment that really stands out for you that we can all learn from? For me, it was... I'm doing this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it's real. There's no going back. I'm saying it um, because I had like a retweak of my stuff um, just a couple of months ago. And I realized like with um, social media kind of throws up memories that I've been kind of doing iterations of this over the course of the years. But this year was the real like now or never. And it's not even that I was just putting things out. It was like, I'm going to call myself this this is going to be my title, this is going to be my thing. And I could see that everything that I've been doing over the course of my life really has led up to this moment. But it was for me to go, like, we're not turning back. We're not just saying, oh, I'm doing this thing. It's like, no, this is who I am now. So it was when I actually decided that I was going to define myself as what I am going for, as as what I'm choosing to be going forward. And it was like burning the bridges on anything else. And like I set in my diary that I was going to start going, um, doing like more reels and things on social media. And on the day that I did it, if I look back on it now, because I wanted to be consistent, was that um, it was that the end of a day, because I'd spent so much time putting things together, rebuilding the website, not sleeping for weeks and, you know, just kind of like not looking my best. But I'm like, I need to make this promise to myself and burn the bridge. And like, I need to come out from just putting pictures and links to my podcast. I'm like, I need to step out and say, this is what I'm doing. So that was the like, oh, fuck, burn the bridge. This is who I am now. I'm re I'm rebranding. I'm redefining. And um, it got met really well. So, you know, all I can say is sometimes you cutting that cord and, and burning that bridge and just going all out um, feels like a big thing. But um yeah people are usually waiting for you to just make your mind up I think that's the key thing isn't it it's like we we make it so big in our heads that Mm. what if I change what if they don't come with me what if I do this thing and it doesn't work and we get into all the what ifs of how it won't be positive and yet there usually is always a positive outcome on the other end of it so you said you were positively received yeah. Was there a fear there? Was there something like what were the fears that were holding you back from doing that before? Because it sounds like you've only done this recently. Yeah. Yet it feels like 
you knew for a long time this was something you had to do. What was it that was stopping you? Hearing other people's voices in my head all the time. <laughs> you know, it was just like the peanut gallery, I think they call them, of detractors of people that have told me over the past that um, I couldn't do this, or I couldn't do that, or I was, um, you know, like, who did I think I was? And I took, I really took it on and I was really operating at a, a, a minimal level um, where I could have just gone all in. And then, but also I, I realized as well that one, I'm not in contact with these people anymore. I block them. So if they want to see me on social media, they're coming at me from different corners. So more fool them for wasting their energy. Um, and I think the the final bit was over Christmas. I kind of really expected to kind of have this kind of long reunion with somebody and it just didn't work out like that. And I went through a period of disappointment and then I was like, why am I trying to please this person? You know, why, why do I keep trying to please people who don't give a fuck about me? They really don't care who I am. So it was when I went, well, they don't care. Why am I trying to play small so that people are comfortable why don't I make myself uncomfortable everyone else uncomfortable and just do it and it's actually really shifted a lot for me already I think that's so interesting you know and there's so many people I'm sure that will be listening into this or watching this today mm -hmm. that are feeling that that bit there you know actually what I'm hearing and I, I know so many people are doing this and I have myself done this as well is that you focus so much on on pleasing that one person that you actually mm -hmm. detract from the masses of people that you're actually here to serve that you were born to serve and we we end up creating everything to please that one person or that one small group when actually the rest of the world is then missing out on your gift isn't it 100 and they're not even the people that are you know if you want to talk about niches or your perfect avatar client they're not them you know and all I was remembering was times when I had people and and people very close to me you know people who you would expect to be your biggest supporters telling me that like having a podcast was stupid and doing you know doing these workshops was stupid and who do I and these are people who are not doing that much with their lives anyway and yet I was just you know it's always the case and then the minute that I step forward and go do you know what I'm going to do this spiritual life coach and I'm going to like push on and double down on on my podcast again um that every like there was a lot of like I got dms from old school friends just going oh my god I'm doing the same thing I'm so glad that you're doing that good for you like like there there, there was there was no noise from the people that I expect you know they're probably sitting at home like kind of stirring the pot but I don't see them I don't care you know because I've actually had real fun in doing this and it actually makes real sense it's you know there's difficulty I'm not saying things are just snapping like that there's difficulty, there's challenges, there's so much for me to learn, but it just makes real sense for me to do what I'm doing. And so what were you doing before? So you're now doing the spiritual life coaching. What yes. were you doing? Was it totally different? Were you kind of edging for a long time towards actually doing it? What What's your yeah. journey up until now? Um, well, up until like full time, up until about 10 or so years ago, I was and, and you know at heart I still am but I was actively pursuing the big time in the music industry as well so I was like kind of recording I was performing I was traveling I was doing all of that and um, you know that that 
comes with its own disappointments and challenges, but it brings in a lot of resilience in you because you you hear no 99.9% of the time in a situation like that. You know, you're playing gigs in a, in where people are just sitting there chatting and no one really cares. So it builds up that kind of like hardened resilience. But also during the course of that, as I started to really pivot, one, to really understand how the internet worked, especially about 10 years ago when everyone realized that we could be independent on here, I started to learn about um, entrepreneurship as a musician, but also other ways that I could use the internet. But And then I started to, I had a coach at the time who was guiding me in being a musician without a day job because I did the usual thing of, you know, doing hospitality and all that kind of stuff. So I learned how to work online, but also I started to do a lot of workshops. So women workshops and a lot of, like I said, my old social media posts of all webinars about doing, you know, empowering women and doing women's groups that I've done over the course of the years, but never like officially said, this is what I do. And then I've been doing the podcast as well for six years, five and a half, six years as well now. So it just kind of brought everything together where at the beginning of this year, I went, hang on a minute, I've been doing this for so long. Why don't I actually just say that I'm doing it outright in public? Because I do it in small ways and then I do it, you know, behind the scenes, but I never called myself a spiritual life coach. And then now I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I've been doing this for so long. That's why it's not been that's why it feels so natural because it's not something that I've just kind of cobbled together. It's like Mm. a life's journey and a life's work to this point. Mm. When was the first time, the first moment, take us back to that moment when the spiritual side of you was really calling you. Was it a message? Was it, um, you know, the big aha moment? How did you get into the spiritual side of what you're doing? Um, well, spirituality or a belief in something other than just the human side of myself has always been part of my life. I was born into a religious family. So my father was a pastor. We were like front and center in the church. And even though he passed very early in my life, so I didn't stay within the, that denomination of church. We kind of changed from that into um, a more Pent- uh, a more Church of England church. But then I moved away from church altogether, as you do when you're seeking. But that element of wanting to always like find out and question has always been with me. But I would say that my first real understanding of there being something other than just me was in in my writing, in being a, a writer, being a songwriter, because I knew how I could just have an idea and be fed something and then turn it into uh, songs or books or rights or poems. And I, so I knew that there was more. And that's always fed me. I, I, I've never not believed that there, even when things go really tits up in life, I've never not believed that there is something other than the spiritual aspect of ourselves. And with the coaching that I'm doing, spiritual life coaching, even though I call it spiritual life coaching, my um, desire is to make sure that is is to take away the woo-woo or the dogma around spirituality or the cult. You know, I've done very many different um, modalities over the course of years. I've kind of been in cultish situations and I come from religion. So I know how that can be really off-putting to people looking into spirituality. But the way that I'm trying to communicate it is that if we are spiritual beings in a human experience, 
spirituality and learning spirituality is just another level of that understanding it's just another added intelligence and awareness because we do the physical we do the mental we do the emotional if we're spiritual beings we're just learning that additional part of ourselves to move ourselves forward so yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it there's always that bigger thing that's feeding us and uh, and it sounds like you just get into flow and you don't even get in the way of it anymore you don't judge it you don't question it yeah no I, I know better not to and I know that I've just had so many instances of just being fed ideas and it's always when I act on them it's just you know that's why I had like a tunnel vision moment where I was just like I've got to get this done you know and like I'd be woken up in the middle of the night and go change the wording on on your website or watch this video or look at this thing and just really being led in a way that just it was a lot of work but because I'd put myself you know a, a deadline of like getting everything rebranded for a month and then someone came to me and wanted to find out what I was doing and I was like okay I need to get this month's work done in like two or three days you know I'm saying yes before <laughs> I'm saying yes before I'm ready you know they're like have you got this I'm like yeah <laughs> knowing that I was gonna have to pull like a stretch of like a 72 hour <laughs> like work thing but I got it done you know and then I look back on it and when you come out the other side of that tunnel and that bubble of of just kind of getting really clear and really organized for yourself then you see how much you can do when you al allow yourself to be fed the ideas you know there was rarely a point there where I was sitting there like thinking about what I should do like I'd ask the question and then I'd get the answer and um that's why I'm I'm all the more for it to really uh, communicate that to everyone that if you stay in the question and if you're open, you'll get the answers. It's, you know, it, it involves work on our part, but you won't necessarily be scrabbling around because the information's there waiting to, to be brought to you. Waiting to download. Yeah, absolutely. literally waiting to download. What would you say to people who are who are sitting there thinking, well, no, there isn't anything else. There isn't anything else. This is all just me. This is all my thoughts. And when I think really hard, that's when I come up with the solution. What mm -hmm. would you say to them? If that's what you believe, then that's what you'll experience. And I know that's not necessarily the answer that you want to hear, but it's true. You know, like if you try and like block everything out and not allow yourself to be helped, then you know you'll you'll get there but it, it might take you 10 times as long and be 20 times as hard um but always I'd also say think of instances where you've just had a, a gut feeling about something where you've just known where either you've thought of something and then the answers popped up or you've been around someone and you've just been like I'm not really sure and even if you don't necessarily act on that feeling like time will tell you that you were right in the first instance you're always being shown and it's whether you open up to it or not that's absolutely your choice you know you can you can be pushed and sometimes you get pushed into a corner and, and you know things will become really uh, uncomfortable for you just so that you learn the lesson so I get it it's not that it's not the way that we've been led to be open to these things but it's it really is there and if you just go you know play devil's advocate and go do you know what let me just see about this stuff and let me just see what comes and be open to what it and act on it as well because sometimes it doesn't make sense but it's that act of just going on the things that don't make sense, then you'll find that you get help and you get assistance from places that you wouldn't even realise. You know, people will come to you when you act on things that don't make sense. <laughs> I actually think that's the perfect answer. 
<laughs> I think that was perfect. So uh, just before we go into a little break, what would you say is the number one thing that people need to do when they start questioning this, when they start feeling that there is something more and they know there's something more, but they don't even know where to start? What, Where do they start? What's their first step? Find what works for you. I'd say, you know, um, have a journal, like have a book where you can just jot down ideas or see, be in the question, be in the question of something. It's like when you're in the question of anything, about anything, you're an open book and it will be like almost a receiver that you'll start to see what turns up, see what turns up in your dream, see those odd little thoughts, listen to that, per, you know, you might sit down to next to a stranger on a bus or in a park and they might start telling you something that you're like, how did they, the, the answers are always out there, you know, just be open to the fact that, it's going to come. And if you're not used to that, then it's a, a weird space to be in. But it's it's a letting go of trying to figure it out yourself. You're you, you know, we're, we're, we're being helped all the time. Mm, I love that. I think that might end up being the title for this podcast to, you know, stop trying to fit it all in stop trying to fix it all yourself. Yeah. And, uh, and just just let go to flow and grow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant all right guys and girls we are going to have a short music break get your tooties jiggling and your booty busting whatever you want to do uh get some energy into your body stand up do some stretching i'm going to play some music for you let's have a couple of minutes break and we will be back to create even more ripples with the amazing carol when we come back from this break so see you very shortly
welcome back. I hope you got that movement going. Because guys and girls, if you're going to build a movement, then you need to be moving. Uh, speaking of moving, where is Carol going next? What is she on a mission to do? What is this beautiful vision that has been gifted to her and is channeling through her and making its way, making its ripples and its waves through the amazing energy and magic that she's bringing to the world? Let's find out. Uh, Carol, tell us. What is your vision for what you're building now? You've been given this gift, you're downloading the gifts, you're listening, you're responding. Where is this going? Paint the vision for us of what can we expect to see from you? Um, well, just to kind of go back to my music days as well, because this is relevant. So um, when I when I was doing the independent music thing, um, I you know got the money together to like, book a, a director and a whole film honest on that day I wasn't feeling <laughs> at all that you know like I was going to have to perform and I'd found this woman on Instagram and I'd gone and picked up this dress in on, on the other side of like, just random things seemingly right and then I put the dress on and performed and really kind of felt into the moment and it wasn't until I was watching the video back um some of the rushes you know the early edits that I saw um just who I was in that video and I had this like amazing red dress on and you know it was it was like unbelievable that it fit me you know because I looked on Instagram and went yeah I'll go and get that and I'm tall so you know like things like that don't normally happen but I saw there was a picture of me before getting my makeup done and there was a picture of me like taken as I was doing the shoot and I came up with little her h-e-r and big her capital h-e-r and the songwriter in me would turn that, you know, the writer in me turned that into an acronym that became Higher Energetic Resonance. And I didn't know what to do with that for a very long time. And I started um, when I launched the podcast in 2017, Higher Energetic Resonance, Her Conversations. And it was Tools for the Awakening, Tools for the Awakening Woman. And now I have two as well. So Higher Energetic Resonance Inspirations, which is just me kind of talking about various different teaching points and meditation so I've got the interview platform and the solo platform and then what I've created on top of that is higher energetic resonance is the part of the coaching that I've done so I've just created a program over the Easter weekend because like who wants to chill right <laughs> so this is like a, a new journey a, a new journey and it's called cool, and it's a free journey that anyone can join and it's called embody her embody higher energetic resonance and it's a week long journey that you sign up and every day for a week, you'll just get a little five, six minute message of me talking about getting yourself into that higher energetic resonance. And what this is about is a lot of time when we have a dream, we kind of go like, OK, when I'm braver, when I've got the money, when I've got the things, you know, when I've got all the bits and pieces, then I'll start going for it. And that's kind of like an ask about tip of, of way of doing it, because the way that you actually achieve your dreams is actually being in that state now and being led to it. So the whole idea of higher energetic resonance is to get you into that higher energetic resonance state now and then go, okay, you know what it feels like to be the person who's achieved all of that. Then how do you walk forward knowing that it's already done? You're, or, you're just on the back end of like a moving train and you're clawing yourself 
forward as the dream moves with you move with it as opposed to sitting and watching it move forward so that's what that was like what I created to kind of just introduce people to my methodology and my philosophy is about embodying that higher energetic resonance so that's that's basically what I want everyone all the women to really embody that higher energetic resonance be in the state and know that you don't get given a vision or a dream or an idea as a taunt. It's not there to tease you. The universe is not playing games. It's just showing you that you're capable of so much more. And when are you going to do it? You know, it's it's all there for you. It exists already. Just step into that. And you it's it's a state. It's a choice. It is. It's so funny you're talking about this. I was literally having this exact conversation on my mastermind this morning exact conversation like why are you waiting to step into the person that the ifs wins and when when i'm this and if yeah. when that happens then i'll be ready why are you waiting for that if you already know that that's part of your destiny you already know it's there so why don't i have it now why are you waiting <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's all in there it's all in Absolutely. there yeah so what would you say is your number one focus then so if the the her uh, resonance is what you're going for what do you say is the end game like if you and I are sat on a cloud mm. <laughs> in a hundred years from now wherever yeah. it is we go let's imagine we're we're sat on a cloud and we've got our angels wings and we're looking down and we're going fucker doodles look what you did on the planet <laughs> Jesus you created so much while you were there Look at all those lives that you've made that impact on. And we're looking down and we can see the world. And we I've got goosebumps. We can see all of the lives that you touched and the ripple effect that you made and the legacy that you created. When you're looking back 100 years from now on what you've made, what does that look like? What did you build? Who did you build it for? And what was the ripple effect of that result? You know who I built it for? I built it for me. And that might sound like really, <laughs> it, it might sound like counterintuitive because you're like, yeah, you want to help all these women and all that kind of stuff. But the women that I see and when they're getting stuck, I'm just seeing myself at varying different stages, you know, and, and it's like a, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, a gift to everyone, but it's also a gift to the girl and the woman that I've always been, who's always been a dreamer, who's always had big ideas, who's always sometimes like I said listen to to people who are doing like you know sweet FA but have the biggest mouth and the biggest impact just to really remind and pour into her that the vision is there for a purpose so it's that legacy and it's interesting on the journey as well I have a have a piece and part of it is like your legacy if you're not doing it for yourself like what impact are you going to make and and like when I get into that state it drives me even more because on those days where I'm like is it all about me but yes it is but then also it's about all of us so it's just it just to raise the 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 vibration of the planet and I know that sounds cheesy but if everyone could just follow in because everyone's got a skill everyone's got a vision everyone has an idea they do I don't believe it's just the you know a select few of us it's just a select few of us just take the chance and like try it but everyone has a little idea and everyone has an expertise. And I just want everyone to light up and be able to see that that idea that I can, you might think, oh, I only make cupcakes. I'm like, do you know how much cupcakes go for? You know, it's a big business. It's like whatever you do, it, you're an expert at and there is a way of turning what your expertise is into 
into a gift and a guidance for everyone. I just know that if everyone in the world saw how amazing they were and how needed their ideas were, we would be in a different place as well. So I, I just want to be part of that shift, that awakening of everyone to like just embrace whatever your idea is because it's needed. Beautiful, beautifully said. My husband once said to one of our um, graduate students, he said, um, you know what, Carrie, if you don't go and do something with this, the universe will take it away again. The universe has given you this gift. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything with this gift. Mm -hmm. It'll just take it away again if you don't start using it. And I just remember the horror on her face of, oh, 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 I've got to do something with this. I don't want someone else to be doing this. I want to be doing this. Okay, so when? When are you going to do this? Now, yeah. <laughs> when are, are you, you going to make the start? Tomorrow, you know, it's like, what do you think like do, does the does the universe take it away again or does it just go do you know what someone in the world needs this I've planted I just have this vision when he said that of the, the idea being planted yeah and the universe is standing there going come on come on look this is an idea the world needs if you don't do it I am going to give it and it just kind of plucks it out and goes okay uh, this obviously isn't for you and it gives it to someone else and then that person is the kind of person that sits there and watches someone else go do it and say I could have done that. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> but I <they> didn't. <laughs> I have a story that I told um, that relates to a, a situation like that. And um, this was back in the days when I was doing music and I woke up one morning and I just had this entire song run through my head. You know, I just heard everything, the music, the lyrics, everything. And for some reason, I just thought, okay, when I wake up, I'll, you know, where this story's going, right? When I wake up, I'll, you know, I'll write it down and I'll do, you know, and of course I woke up and then it was like, I had this, I, you know, I knew there were bits of it, but it was all gone. It was just this nebulous space of an idea. And I was convinced when I was lying there, like half tired, too tired to like get up and do something, that that was the one that was going to launch my career. That was the one that was going to make me world famous. The royalties of that would take care of my family forever, you know, the whole kind of thing. So I don't know, you know, but I, but having had that come and go, I've never let an idea go since then, because it's the regret of not acting on that and maybe it was something or maybe it was nothing or maybe it was just a poke of like this is what it feels like to be always wondering what that thing is and it's painful and I think with our ideas is maybe they go somewhere else because I've you know I don't listen to music as much but I never turned the radio on and went that's my song you know so maybe it didn't go anywhere um but it always just made me act on things because I, to this day, and this is something that happened like nearly 20 years ago, I can still tell the story of when I just didn't act wow. on Wow, and you can idea. see the, like the pain, like you're still feeling that, aren't you? <laughs> 100%, because I, it was just like an entire, like I could hear everything. And it's rare, ask anyone who does music, it's rare that you have an idea that comes full, fully formed. I've only ever had it one time since luckily that was the one that I really kind of pushed into so I know that to wake up and have a song from start to finish where you don't have to um, change anything and you know I, I had it with one song and that was the one that I made the video on as well you know so many synchronicities happened around that so that precursor to that made sure that I got up that time and that was a song that I really put all of my energy and all my money into um, and it taught me so much that, that that one thing, whether it was a thing or not, just reminds me and that's why I'll never not act on any of my ideas because I know <laughs> that 
you know, I know the pain of it. Like I said, like you say, you can still feel it. I can still feel it. I think you always get reminded like the times that I'm not acting or doing anything, if I'm kind of going down a road and doing work for people that I feel that I'm not really, I'm, I'm just doing it for the money solely. And of course we have to like get an income, but if I, I'll just like, my body will be numb. I'll be not getting in. I'll be feeling flat. I'll be feeling ill. I'll start to get real nagging feelings about something. And also in the same way, when there were times when I wasn't doing any music or acting on any of my creativity, there'd just, it'd be like, there'd be something in my eye or something in my shoe. There'd just be a discomfort that I couldn't shake. So, um, and like I said, I believe everyone has it. They just, you know, find a way of numbing it out. You know, like there's TV, there's shopping, there's sex, there's social media, ways of telling, you know, ways of distracting you. We've all got these, we've all got our, zone of genius there's all we've all got a purpose to be here and start listening to it (laughs) I have a a lot of members I don't think this has ever happened to me I I have woken up very early at points but I have members that say I was woken up at 3.33 again and like they wake up at these really odd numbers Mm. uh, of hours in the morning what is it that's behind that because they are the same as you. They go, oh, I've got this thing and I yeah. need to get up and listen to it. And they'll get up at like 3.33 and they'll just pour out their book and it will be just guided, purely guided. And they won't even, you know, it's almost like being in hypnosis. You know, when you get in your car and you drive from A to B and then you get there and go, shit, how did I, <laughs> I don't yeah. even remember leaving, you know. And, yeah. and so it's like they're in this state of um, pure consciousness, but unconscious of what it is that's coming through and they just allow and it's their best work as you said with that song what is it about this waking up early in the morning well like I initially trained myself to wake up at that time because when I was really getting into understanding the internet and going on lots of different webinars a lot of the time they'd be happening in the states so I had to kind of like set my alarm and be awake at that point in time so Um, And also I lived in a house where it was super noisy and the only time for me to get any peace was to wake up at that time in the morning. But I've kind of kept that habit. And then a few years ago, I was actually part of a yoga group where we would do a sadhana practice every morning. So I was getting up at four o'clock in the morning anyway and doing a couple of hours meditation and kriya and everything. So I got really used to that time. But that time also... um, is called the Amrit Vela, I believe, because the veil is the thinnest. And one thing that I always would know at that time when I was getting up and doing work or being on these webinars was that um, everything's so much quieter, so much still, stiller, because the majority of people are like, that's a crazy time to get up. It isn't. It's the best time. There's less charge. There's less other brain waves and energetics going on in the air and you just you get really clear and and like everyone has said you're guided because you just take your critical mind out of the way and you really appreciate that if you're being woken up at this time in the morning that you know the more that you do it and the more that you see what you get by actually honoring that wake-up call at that time that you're like oh I'm being woken up I need to do something and you really use it it's a shame when I hear people go oh I can't sleep I keep getting woken up and they're not aware of that you know like you're just like there's part of you that's trying to tell you something but you think you've got insomnia and you're kind of like dosing yourself up But, you know, even before I knew what it was, I'd wake up in these moments in the middle of the night, just having this feeling of like, what, 
you know I didn't know what it was this feeling of almost like existential angst of you know until I started to really understand what it's about but there is a real um spiritual reason behind that point in time yeah wow so if you are tuning in right now and you wake up in the night and you keep thinking it's insomnia or you've got something on your mind next time just question what is it you want me to know Mm. (laughs) what do you want me to know that I don't know or what do you want me to know that I should know (laughs) yeah yeah interesting so uh, as we come to the end of this session I really I want to get you back on the show in fact I'd love to get you speaking at a ripple fest and um and and dive into this even more Mm. what would you say is uh, you know, we gave one step, the number one step uh, uh, just before we uh, did a break. But what would you say to those that are listening in now that are on that kind of cusp? They're starting to listen. They're hearing the calling. They maybe started doing the journaling. They've started doing those things and and they still feel like there's something missing or they're, they're not quite there yet, whatever, whatever there is. And they're <laughs> waiting for it for the there to be there they're waiting for that um what would you say to those people about your message um my message i would say to that is um there's no there (laughs) so you know (laughs) so put that out of your mind like you know i'm i've been trying to get there like my entire life I'm 50 now I'm probably never going to get to the there so like you like expect that it's there's no there's no end point it's just a, a question of continual growth and expansion um and just just act on what you think you know at that point in time stay open to and I know it sounds like it's inconsequential and it's not a concrete idea of anything but if you're getting this feeling of like there's something I need to do just kind of mooch about maybe go and mooch in a in a bookshop and just you know look at what is calling you or be around ideas or join groups you know like Facebook groups or and speak to people and and who are in that kind of mindset of like there's this thing I don't know and just have this have a question have a have a conversation with other people who are in that space listen to podcasts of people who've taken that space and you'll realize that everyone was in that state of like there's something like anyone who's kind of created this stuff that we hold on a pedestal now, they started somewhere and that it always started with that. I'm meant to do something more. There's always a beginning point and, and, and also embrace where you're at. It's a really exciting point. You're just getting to hear the part of yourself that's going, there's more for you and allow it because like the person that you will be and become as you allow all of that to come in, it's such a you know it's an expansion of yourself and but it's you now you know like if you believe in time or anything like that it's you now and it's literally just a change of state of going I'm just going to follow this thing and it's like magic and miracles happen that's all I can say is just go with it you you don't get taunted by an idea you get given part of you is turning back and going it's time now step into step into who you are Love that. Uh, Carol May, how can people get in touch with you or find out more about the brilliant work that you're doing and this new program that you've created over Easter? What? Can, how? Where do they go? What do they do? Where's their first step? 
the best place is to go to my website. It's got everything there. So it's carolmaywittit.com. I'll spell that. It's C-A-R-O-L-M-A-E-W-H-I-T-T-I-C-K.com. Go there. You'll see all the bits of like, if you want to follow me on social, it's from there. And also front and center. If you want to take the Embody Her free journey, just click it and sign up. And it's coming into your inbox every day for a week. I love it. Absolutely love it. And and how that was channeled through you mm-hmm. for everybody tuning in right now so that you can go and channel your greatest work and your great magic out into the world. Carol May, thank you so much for being with us today. I can't wait to get you back and t- look at that next step of your journey because yes, we've just you. covered a tiny, tiny, ickle-bickle piece <laughs> of the shizzle that you are taking out to the world. So I can't wait to uh, to find out more and to watch your next steps. And guys and girls, uh, if you look down in the show notes with this episode, Episode, you'll find all of Carol May's information so you can go and uh, check it out, get involved in her free program. And of course, uh, make sure that you connect with each other in the One Drop Movement community. So if you're listening to this and you're not already in the One Drop Movement Global community, get yourself across to Facebook, type in One Drop Movement Global, you'll find the community. And this is your tribe surrounding you with other incredible ripple makers and movement makers that are doing fantastic, magnificent things in the world. And they have something that probably complements what you're doing and vice versa. You never know how many other ripple makers there are in that community who could introduce you to the next ripple of impact that you were born to make. Uh, Carol May, thank you so much once again for being with us today. Is there anything you'd like to leave everybody with today as we we go out on a high? just do it just follow it like there's there's nothing that is put in your mind to taunt you it's always just to bring out more of yourself and the more that you follow through you get to meet people that are as excited and following their dreams and it's it's fun it's challenging but it will take you into places and spaces that you cannot imagine if you don't take that step Mm. Take the step, listen to the calling, because if you don't, it will just keep kicking you in the ass until you do. (laughs) And I'm sure those of you listening or watching in right now, you had that experience already. So how many more kicks up the ass do you need before you actually start listening and go do it? Uh, Thank you for tuning in today. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Uh, Please do make sure you go and give us a review, give us a rating, like this incredible episode, share it with other people that you think will really enjoy it because we get to make our ripple of impact through you and we will keep bringing these ripples to you and supporting you so that you can go out and make your greatest impact. So be the ripple you want to see in the world. We'll see you on the next show. Take care and we'll see you there. (laughs) 